Somebody once told me the world. Somebody is once told me. What a great band. You know, I always thought that was. Uh, what are, what's the first line of that song? Somebody once told me that the world is gonna roll me. That's right, but it's not what I used to think it was. Which what is what you used to think it was. Which is what I thought it was up until just right now. Which is somebody once told me the world was macaroni. No. <laughs> no. Somebody once told me the world, the world was macaroni. macaroni. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 108. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magra. Joining me today... Two aviary artistes who think pilgrimages are prescribed by their doctors to increase intestinal fortitude. Dave Grimma. That's me. And Dick Luna. Prevent IBS by flying as a bird. That's right. You gotta get the wind. Mm. And it's all about the air circulation. It's true. And it's like when you're feeling queasy, but you open the window like a dog and then you feel better. Yeah. That dare, seems dare so Dare I ask why, why are we talking about air circulation and being queasy like a dog tonight? Oh, Dan, usually I have to hard, hard, the hard jam the title in here. But you you actually, you set me up. I, I did. Sort of said thank I'm you trying to help. I think that being a productive source on the podcast is a good future. Oh, I like it. It's like, oh, we're talking about uh, mortar between bricks because we played Squishy Man. No, uh, we played Air, air, air. It's just air. A e r, air. I hate so why it. Why they spell it that way? Because yeah. you know, air? Your air was taken. You know how to spell enema. What? I en- mean, I could see the word enema. We take away the <laughs> right, but like it would is is the same sound as the the beginning of air, right? Like oh, now you made it logical. I was just having fun with it. Now you made me feel. Now bad the fun the is gone. <laughs> Way to tell Dave he took the fun out of it. That's not a nice. <laughs> I'm going, guys. Of course. Before we get to air, colon, memories of old Dave, mm-hmm. what else can you take the fun out of tonight? Um, <laughs> 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 it's very early for this. This is like minute 30 or 35. Listen, sometimes you got to just, again, you, you set me up so nicely, so now I have to take the, tra- the train up the tracks. Something I was thinking about not that long ago is I was thinking about Spider-Man, and I was thinking about his ability his ability to cling to walls. Yeah. Okay. Can he can he stand on the wall? Yeah, yeah. he has. Like yeah. he can stand on the wall with just his feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Can he do it in sneakers? Um, oh, this. Uh, yeah. I feel I'm trying to remember. Like, has he, have I seen him do it? I think I mean, he can. I think that Well, now, let's just go with, like, he can attach there because the suit is so... Thin? Like, no, his suit is, is built for his powers. You gotta assume his suit yeah. is completely... No, but he, 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 can't, he can't do it in sneakers, right? He can hide he on the... I can believe he could do it barefoot, but he can't do it in sneakers. I mean, logically, he shouldn't be able he to. He shouldn't be able to, and I think now you would have writers who keep up with that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. mid-90s, early 90s, I could see that slipping by. Nah, that that goes under like comic book comic book rules, where it's like the Joker can infect people with his blood. <laughs> I, I was I was told that during the um, uh, we were told I w- yeah by a colleague we were having a discussion about comic book flaws, and apparently I think it was Marvel or it was Marvel or DC. It was one of one of the big ones, but like apparently if in if you sent in a response to that that answered a 
um, a plot hole, then they would send you something that they would call like uh, a no reward or something like that. Like nice. it was just like they gave just gave you no no they gave you a no credit. Just like here, you got a no credit. Like here, we, appre- we appreciate that you put in the effort <laughs> and giving us a logical answer for this, but. Your your response was a written paper that says you got no credit or whatever or something. Like but that. it's but that in itself is it is credit. Vaguely like condescending right. though. A I think bit. it's I think it's called no credit. <laughs> yeah. That's like saying you're such a loser. <laughs> you feel like we need to. My streamer buddy or no who goes by Kippy Koshka has a fifty thousand channel point reward. And just in case you don't know, a channel point is something you get when you watch or chat in a stream. And that fifty thousand channel point reward, which takes a while to build up to. Is oh, nothing called, happens? It's, correction. It's called a no prize. A no yeah, prize. it's basically the no prize. You, she said it's nothing happens. So you, you do 50,000 and then it says nothing happens. And then she's like, what did you expect? Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. <laughs> but it's that's like, like hours of watching her that you spent. I mean, you know, it's all free, but like it was funny. So it's like it's, that. It's part of the metagame. Yeah, it is. That's right. But that the thing that sure? I always say is like, well, you just told me that nothing happened. Thereby, Thereby something that, happened. that was the thing. Right, vis-a-vis, ergo, just yeah. like Marvel with their non-rewards. It's like the, the Seinfeld principle. It's like it's so, a show about nothing. So, Dave, you trying to get yourself a non-reward now? Is that what your goal is? <laughs> no, I don't know. It was just something I was think... thinking about. And, uh... I'm sure somebody has identified the shoe problem in Spider-Man. But I mean, it's like in the suit, there's no sole on that suit. He's just barefoot. He, it's like I, mean, there's no, there's, I mean, it depends on which suit we're talking about. I mean, if uh, you think about, If you think about it, though, like if he was wearing that stuff under his clothes already... He has to be kicking off his shoes. I guess that's true. Yeah, basically. Kind but of weirder like, to think about. He's wearing a, like a giant onesie. Basically. The Andrew Garfield <laughs> Spider-Man suit has like sneaker soles on it, though. Mm. So it's got more. It's more practical. I love when they bring in practical costume design to a superhero that can mm. shoot webs from his wrists with a device, mm. or organic I, webbing, just like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Oh, that was Toby. gross. Yeah, the one, did, I think that the original Spider-Man 2099 could do that too. Like, yeah. Or, or, okay. Was he? Well, it was 2099 to be fair? <laughs> Wasn't Mar- it? Is that? <laughs> no. Yeah, he's from the future. You're right. That's totally. why it's called that. Speaking yeah. of also superheroes, <laughs> New Mutants comes out Dude, this week apparently. It, New Mutants, go watch it in theaters. I guess. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a there was a commercial for Tenet that's coming out, which I was actually Excellent. vaguely interested in, and it was like available. The reviews were the reviews weren't great. I was no, yeah, but I'm, it's cool... I'm surprised that during the pandemic, like drive-in movies haven't like you know showed Take back up. My mom's gone to some, and I agree, Dave. Like, why aren't they? Well, well there's you not them, right. There's like, not what? a ton of them. <laughs> there's not that many. And like here, there's not a lot of room for a drive-in mm. movie. In Hoboken. No, yeah. Um, mm. But I can imagine maybe there's some parking lots by you yeah. guys that might, yeah. <laughs> Just throw up a parking lot at uh, Projecta. <laughs> yeah. Just in the movies. Yeah, I agree, though, Dave. It's, it, it should be like a thing. Or, that should be a thing. like, we just get over movie theaters for a while and just watch movies at home. Isn't Mulan coming to home theaters? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, for 30, like, yeah. 30 bones. You have to pay, yeah. But they if you have... watch it with two of your kids. Yeah. You know, I right? just think it's weird that they make you pay a subscription service to then pay for. I agree like, with that. They should like let people that should who just aren't be... subscribed to it do it as well. I mean, who are we to tell Disney how to make money? Yeah, Disney. They they know yeah, like, Disney, doing. let us tell you how to handle your booking. I okay? know you're struggling right now. You've been doing great up till now, but it's all just been dumb luck. Let the dinosaur machines just take that paycheck and just, you know, 
Where can we have we... ideas. We are <laughs> up for uh, what is that? What do you call it? Your contract work? Is that what? Yeah, we're ready for consulting. <laughs> Financial consulting, things. Disney. Call us up. One hundred dollars for machines. Releasing the Mullen movie. Uh, make the it free. Mullen movie. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, speaking of Moulin, how are you, Dan? I'm doing all right. I am unapologetically playing Destiny 2. Like, but you don't want to play with us, apparently. <laughs> I, look, I want to make sure you guys. I just like now that we're recording. I just the the difference to me between oh how you felt playing Crucible, and I get that it's Crucible and not Destiny. PvP. Wait, quick backstory: where we were playing Dan? Destiny. Yeah, so we're getting the, the platinum trophy mark i i was talking to mark and dave one night and i was going through my trophies and i was like huh i'm one trophy away from the platinum in destiny 2 and mark was like well what do you need and i was like well we got to do the hard version of the raid he was like well can we do it i was like yeah so now my best buds the, the original fire team is reforming once again to tackle og the, raid and get me the platinum trophy so we're playing again and there's a little bit of an emotional baggage because i think it was destiny one you put uh, note to your future self: Don't play this game; it's not worth it, or something like that. Well, I just I had a problem, and I know I just, that I, was the moment where I noticed. Did it just say "just to... don't" on it, <laughs> John, yeah, or just something just like that? Put just it back. Don't do this. Yeah, there was that, and then and then Dave, when he plays Destiny, goes he, like we were talking the other night. And I was like, "Do you want to just you know take it easy so you don't burn out?" He's like, "No, I don't understand. Like either I play this game until my eyes bleed, or I, I don't play it." I like, respect that. Either go well, in or I go understand on. that I, that mindset. Like it does welcome that mindset. There's so many little because you see you see the carrot and you're like I can I can get oh, that yeah. carrot. I can Tons get that carrot too. The thing I mean, is, I'm, I might as well they, get that carrot. On the way to get this carrot, I could probably get this carrot tonight. We're gonna get a carrot together. We're gonna get what an carrot? exotic pulse rival, and and it's gonna be done tonight. And we're not gonna kill our night doing it. And that's an example of the way they've been handling. Uh, what's the word? Goals in Destiny. There's mm. a lot more short-term goals. Explain three... explain these goals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to go to six different lost sectors, find hidden items, and then do a quest. And then we're going to have the pulse rifle. And I think that's I think that's pretty good. I don't know. And, and yeah, so I'm excited. But I also don't want to put you guys in a position to feel chagrined. No, as long as we don't play Crucible. That's I, fine. I, me and TJ can be Crucible. I think it's garbage. Me and TJ, but then if then if Dave sees Dave sees us playing Crucible, he's like, "Well, I'll play I'll play with you guys." <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I want I'm I'm stuck behind the desk most of the time at work when I'm when it's time to play games at night. Oftentimes, I want to be social. I understand that. So I, I I feel that big. I feel that. Well, speaking of big, what do you Real feel quick. big, Mark? Yeah, well, like, what I was thinking because. As we move on to the next generation soon. You're in the, I don't want a Destiny 3. I just want them to keep building on Destiny 2, right? Uh, define sequel in 2020 at this point, right? Like, every game is a game of ser- is a service, right? I don't know if I see, like, a sequel. If they decide to move on past the 10-year mark with a sequel I mean, why Destiny. would they change it unless it was to redo the Supers again? Yeah. Well, right? my like thought the- is just... Because I was agreeing with that uh, that mentality. It's like they should just keep adding on to it. But then it's like, really? Are they going to keep... You you want you want hard you want hardware upgrades you want just you, a nearly exciting way the game is designed to take advantage of like an SSD like it will fundamentally change how the the ship works like wait what ship the game is a ship 
the game as a ship. Oh, the, yeah, because okay, I thought you meant the ship in the game. Like, yeah, you, want, I mean, you were like, you mean the ships that we forward. can't, the ships we can't control. Yeah, like, like maybe yeah. now you fly to the the planet. Well, that would be dope, fodder. honestly. But I guess with those not, load I, times, you might as well. Well, so if you guys you might as well PS, fly there. If you if you look at PC gameplay for Destiny Two, it's disgusting how much faster this game works on right. PC. Run is it, sixty frames. Is it Tell server me. speed? It's got to be I server it, speed. No, I think it's hardware. Remember when Mark was just waiting for us and we were like loading? Yeah, by like by by one second maybe. But no, then PCs I, are I, like I could have done a mission by the time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just he, saying he beat us to the land the LZs in like a, a second. What I'm saying though is like okay, so take that and then you have PCs that are way stronger than PS4s and faster hard drives and all that. So I'm assuming that improvement is compounded. I don't want to say tenfold. But you that think that the more. you think that the um, all the time is spent loading and rendering the area that you're about to go to. That, based on Mark not having too much of an issue with the menus, and also with his load speed being faster, I think that totally is like exponentially better because of that mm. on PC. Mm. That's my thought. I don't really know the particulars, but I don't know if it's. I don't think it's server time. I think maybe a little bit, but I don't know. It does mm. load faster, even on my computer. But they're always going to be held back if they keep Destiny Two. They're always going to be held back now by this. That's true. Generation. So like, that's a big jump hardware-wise, right? So and how that, am I going to play with a PS4 player without waiting twelve years for them to load in? And that's why, like, I like I keep, I do think there's like for those type of games, like they it, they should just kind of keep going. But then there's another part of me is maybe I'm just trying to get excited for next gen. It's well, like, you are because this came up last time. You are. Did it? <laughs> yeah, because we're you're in this. There's a constant narrative that I'm noticing with you in the next gen. It's like, how are they going to balance keeping this "don't leave the last gen behind" mentality with "let's get the Xbox Lockhart out there, let's get the PS5 out there, let's ditch discs and just load everything onto the SSD hard drive and load things mega fast." But and I agree with you. It doesn't make sense that they can do all of those new shiny things and also support every older console for the xbox and one older console for the playstation mm. how does that how does that how does that shake out well at least with multiplayer games like it's just so so different and, and i'm just so like shocked that we still don't really have a lot of that stuff yet you we know? Don't know a lot about ps we don't know a lot about either console man it's i know crazy. that's that's what's and we're going to be buying these things within two months three months you're darn right like, you're darn right day one they're, they're coming doing. out like but <laughs> <laughs> if we can get one so yeah, I agree. Sony and Microsoft just again 100 dinosaur machines. We're your consulting service for all your monies and extra PlayStation fives. Just and you know, it's funny. I think the episode that came out today, we were like, by the time this episode airs, we'll probably know the dude. Price we were talking <laughs> nope. about Halo in that episode, and we were like, they have to release it on launch. They have to. Apparently, they don't. don't. Apparently, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Apparently, they don't. Oh man, nah, I, I called that horribly. Nah, good on them though. They knew that game needed time but see like i think that game not to get into a halo thing again but like i feel like that game can only get so much better if it has to run an xbox one a 2013 piece of hardware like yeah things will scale but it's never gonna feel next gen unless it's built for a next gen system you think that's true and like that i just might like think they could take another year but is it really gonna make that big of a difference i mean i don't know there were a lot of games that I owned on the PC that when I got a new computer, I would always be like, I got to install this one and see what it feels like. And that jump usually did feel pretty huge. Hmm. I'm not saying the game felt like new. I mean, actually, that's not true because sometimes it would play better, literally. 
Yeah, but, but like, is it play better? Is it play better or it plays in a new way? And that's what's interesting. There are settings these days, like RTX, that stupid lighting setting that people always ray talk tracing, about. baby. Say again. Ray tracing. Ray tracing is another. I think RTX mode is like the ray tracing mode for GeForce. But um, I think that's an example of maybe something that won't be on on PS4s and will be on a PS5 game. So there will be that huge difference. Apparently, it makes. I I've never really experienced it, cause, but I've seen like Minecraft look really good. I'm like, oh, look at the sun in minecraft oh my god the blocks have shadows <laughs> yeah i think that's one of those things it's just like it's one of those things you don't really notice until it's like either really really terrible or really really stellar and that's why like it's one of those things that's like oh this looks ridiculous and that's why right. it just feels exciting i, I always also. just wonder like does it change the experience enough like if you took it away do i then feel like i can't enjoy it anymore that to well, me is like the difference I guess it depends about your what you're right getting out of it. Like if it's you know the gameplay in itself is the same, but if it's the immersion element. Too Not much. to continue, but I do wonder if like the format, like you know how VR felt new and exciting, like the next thing. Stuck but we coast. still keep going back to controller TV video games, right? Well, so I gotta like, get the helmet on, and there's. Chaos. I'm saying, like, are we at that? Like, are we just not the precipice? But like. Until we come up with different ways to interact with video games that aren't a controller, do you think we're kind of where we're at? I think we'll always play with controller. Why, I just we think need the a, why would we, we not need a controller? Maybe yeah, they like come up with better peripherals. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe maybe that's the holdup. Do you want to wear haptic gloves? I don't, but maybe someone does. But see, like my hands will never be my my hands are never going to be as good in the reality as the things I can do with the character controlled by a controller. <laughs> Very know? true. If like, you were able to, if you were able to, I don't want to beat yeah. me in a game. I'm no. not that good. What if you I'm could sluggish? just think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would that be a thing? Like if you could just sit and it was like jacked into your brain. That's, that's matrix one, level. Right? Like, and you could just think these things and it horrifying. happens. That is pretty terrifying. I feel like that's too much control, right? Mm. I don't know. Cause then they're in your brain. <laughs> That's, there's also that. <laughs> I say that, but it definitely, right. if that ever becomes a These are the a same thing. companies that make consoles that just die one day. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not... I'm good. There was, there's, there was just an error error thing. Oh, yeah. Up, update the firmware and you'll be able to come out of the computer. <laughs> if the server drops and you're still logged in, you're dead. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's a paywall you have to so, go through to come back to reality. God damn. <laughs> this is too much. Well, to bring it on a lighter thing, I'll, I'll, I'll take the ball here. I was going to tell you guys about Ghost of Tsushima, finally. Oh, I played through did, you it. Like, did you like it? I and I heard this in a podcast. I forget what it was. Someone was like, I know I'm kind of a Sony pony. I'm going to adopt that Is that, that, that a thing? You're definitely really a Sony pony. <laughs> I'm definitely a Sony pony. And I loved the heck out of it. It was so good. Um, the biggest thing I think was we were talking about like you know immersion and, and details and all this open world was so beautiful it's like this hyper idealized japan everything is beautiful everything is pretty like you know when they show like a demo on e3 or something and it's like the character stops and they pan over the horizon it's like nobody does that that's all i did in this game i had like 400 photos by the end of the like my my playthrough it was just everything was gorgeous and I think, while that was great, I think the biggest thing I was actually impressed with was, like, Sucker Punch 
Uh, they're always, I've always considered them like a good studio, but I never thought of them as like a great studio. Like I liked Sly Cooper a lot. I really loved the first Infamous. I thought the second Infamous was really good too. Um, second Son I thought was solid. I didn't I love see, it. Second Son's my favorite Infamous. Though. I love Second, second Son. Yeah, that was good. But I, you know what it was? I didn't like Delson as a character. I didn't like, really just, like him didn't either, but I like the story better. Well, I thought the I world lo- was interesting. I like the I like the story, the world. And I liked um, his powers more than Cole's. Um, I thought I liked using Cole's more. I thought the smoke was just cooler, though. Like well, just the way, it, like. But I think that might be a graphical. Just thing to well. hone in on Cole versus Delson for a second. Um, uh, Cole is way better than Delson. Let's I, get this out of the way. <laughs> I just think that it's a lot more cliche to shoot lightning bolts than it is to shoot like smoke and also. Oh, in know, terms of the novelty of the powers, definitely. Yeah, and what was the was other like, one? It was like virtual video, video, yeah, yeah. video. Yeah, that was that, that was, was that was a stretch. No, yeah. but I thought that was cool. And terms of also, like what was the other the one? He gets like cement. Yeah, that's the the baddie, the big baddies. And the ending, I thought I remember that ending really vividly. But like that was a game where, and I think this happens to a lot of open world games where there's so many things to do. It's really hard to then maintain pacing in a story because whoa, that story beat happens, and then I spent 15 hours doing whatever. Now coming back to the next story beat. Ghost of Tsushima's story is actually pretty... It's not simple, but it there's not a lot of twists and turns to it. It is kind of straightforward, but I think that served it so well because the pacing wasn't... Did it need to be really upheld by beat by beat? That once something happens, like, okay, that happened, but it made sense narratively. I was, okay, I went off in this area, did this stuff now. And... It was, and I thought for all the characters that they were kind of just reserved, but it was, it really did feel like a step up for them in terms of all just the interesting narratives they put with these characters and how they were constantly put in this situation where they, they, and it was kind of like the big narrative without getting into the spoilers, the big like narrative thread of it. It was always kind of like tradition and your values Mm -hmm. and what you do when you're now suddenly confronted with the motivation to uh, violate those things mm-hmm. and it kind of happens in all the characters in one way or another and i just thought it was just so like really well handled that that i didn't kind of see them doing in the past like i think their stories have definitely had interesting twists and turns but never like like gut hit moments and this game had a few that i was like oh you guys actually caught me i think with dave <laughs> caught me a one night where something happened i was like i just i have to play something else for a little bit I'm just a little, yeah you were like you right were now. so sad and i was, was like really i was like i was like what happened in your life and you're like no it's ghost of Tsushima. oh <laughs> uh, like, for those of you listener if you played it end of act two you know exactly what i'm talking about just i was i i kind of could have saw they set you up where you don't think it's gonna happen but then it happens you're like oh i can't believe that happened but um, but, but you could yeah. kind of because you sort of did. Well, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Anyway, but I, yeah. I have one thought, and then we can move on to whatever whatever we're talking about today. Um, <laughs> Air memories that, old. That's right, colon. That's right. There's no colon, by the way. Um, what? Or is it? Yeah. Nope. Sorry, you've been you've been. Uh, it's Air memories of old. It's just that's right. Four Air words? memories of old. Just hit it like a sentence. No, I'm looking this up. As Dude, what are you? What? I'm literally it's Air looking colon at the Steam memories page. of old. Uh huh. That's what it says on the, all the websites. I don't know. I mean, then Steam has it wrong. If Steam has it without a colon, Metacritic has it with a colon. Metacritic is not. 
Well, uh, all I was going to say is you, this kind of segues into you, our conversation. You, you guys talk about that. I'm going to find the official website. <laughs> Go you, for thank it. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for getting to the We need answers for the punctuation. Do you believe that open world games can only harbor certain kinds of stories? And this is a direct comparison to what you just said. Sucker Punch is two masterpieces. Well. Uh, Second Son versus Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah, it's like the open world, besides being kind of the sandbox to have all these different varied activities that make like sense. Like, I think they have that advantage of really making like when I think of something like Red Dead or something like that, where you feel really immersed in the world because suddenly you can do things that not necessarily developers like didn't intend you for to do, but you can, but you can break character often. You can explore and you can role play and be the person you want to be in this world. But and I just think it takes the right kind of story where if something is really nuanced and there's a lot of twists and turns and beats and like, you know, things happen and they want you to remember that it's not that they don't work. It just but has to it, play part of it, I think. It just pacing is such a hard thing for yeah. video games. When you have agency where you are when you're it's something is developed for and you don't really know what the player is gonna do. Right. Because then you're also like left to think, what are my opposers doing right now? Are they just waiting for me to show up and? Yeah, exactly. It's like this is a big deal, but no, now I'm gonna go do this mini game for. That's actually something that I think you would like about Metal Gear Solid Five because everybody has a schedule. See, Uh, but with Metal Gear Solid Five, like my, it's not even like I, I think the game has so much acclaim for a good reason. The world is really cool. Like like I played a decent amount of hours of it, but for me that was just kind of an expectation. Like where. Metal Gear Solid to me is this really crazy story with these really off the top, like crazy characters and really overly done dialogue like that. I mean, that's all present. It is. But in the setting of an open world, I really do feel like it's lost. Like you can't really mainline that game. You have to you're not. Let me rephrase that. It's not like you can't mainline the game, but you're doing yourself a disservice to all the the interested things about that game by just going story beat by story beat and not building out your base and, you know, putting the stupid things on the parachutes. I forget what they're called. Look, all I'm saying <laughs> is, is yeah. I mean, there's definitely two sides. I think that scheduling of the characters to me made a big difference as I played mm-hmm. through it because it made it feel more alive. Like I was like kind of swimming in the same pool. And that's what I think is the the big value of an open world. Why it's such an appealing thing because it, it does feel this world that is you know when it's done well, right? This world that is alive, and there are all these things you know that the constant idea of what is around the other corner that I I didn't see coming that that feels like right. you know as we bring up uh, Outer Wilds, the number one game of the first hundred episodes from the Dice Machines game called Podcast. The exploration in that in that world, it's like oh did you find this thing? It's like, this kind of changes your whole perspective on things. And not that I think Ghost of Tsushima did that to bring it back to that. But I just, I was like, it was, I felt like a a slice above just kind of a a good open world. I really thought as a complete package and as a, I, if I had to nitpick anything, like I think the, the quest structure was a little weak. It really turns into, uh, you track something and you go kill some people and then it's done. But I thought the stories they built around all those things were actually mm-hmm. really, really well. Like, it just felt like, to, to kind of sum it all up, like, it's not, if I, I rank my Sony games in my head, it, it's not top tier with, like, Last of Us and God of War. But I definitely think it's in that one blower with Horizon. Horizon was that game where 
I expected it to be good. I didn't expect it to be great. Horizon was great. This was a game I thought was going to be really good, but I didn't think it was going to be great. It's a great game. It really is a nice, strong final beat for the PS4 exclusive generation. I highly recommend. Well, thank you for that. No problem. Before we get to main topic, Dave, colon. It's a big upset. It's colon. It's, it's, it's. It's gotta be colon. Let me tell you. I'm on the official website for Datalik, the publisher. Right? Datalik. And they're, they're, first off, the URL itself is datalik.com slash air. <laughs> so if there was mean... no colon or no dash, it should be the whole thing. Mm. SEO, right? Right. So to that, to that point, Dave, what did they use on their Now, in their description, it says about air dash memories of old right. and then they, then they go on to describe the game and they have it without a colon without a dash mm-hmm. okay then on the psn store they have it with a dash on, <laughs> on xbox on xbox live they have it with a dash well on isn't this a foreshadowing God, for what this conversation is going to be like on, <laughs> on gog.com it's it's with a dash on amazon okay, so- it's with a colon on right, Steam, so. <laughs> this without any without anything. I would say this, this is quite inconclusive, but We're, colon is the least. We could say one. it's it's the use of it is up in the air. <laughs> sure, it just yeah. seems like this is part of a series, but maybe it's not. Maybe I they think weren't sure. for certain the fact that they're going by just air, it has to be colon or dash. There's clearly a separation. That All memories right. of old is <laughs> memories of old is a subtitle. I'm glad we really dived into well, this. I do feel complete. So let's do it. Let's get into it. Main topic. Good evening, listeners. This is your captain speaking. We are approaching the main topic. Please note that the spoiler light has been turned on. I repeat, spoilers incoming. Thank you. Dan, what is air? Air. Air, colon, memories of old. Transform <laughs> to a bird and fly to explore and experience a vibrant world of floating islands in the sky. Venture down into lost ancient ruins where each step leads you closer to the end of the world. Why would you want that? Recently reviewed very positively. All reviews very positive. Everyone loves this game on Steam. Came out, oh wow, a lot longer ago than I thought. October 25th, 2017. Mm-hmm. Um... It was developed by Forgotten Key and published by Data Lake Entertainment. Popular user-defined tags for this product are adventure, exploration, open world, and Bird lady. favorite. Okay, Dave, got it right out of the gate. And Mark, uh, what are you thinking this tag is? Rock clouds. Ah, oh, man, you guys are so close. It was indie. Uh, uh, you know, the fan favorite, uh, Dinosaur Machine's classic tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, probably our most used, but... Dave, uh, I'd like to hear what probably you, our mercies. Probably want to hear what you think. The listener should know about air memory. Oh, I'm sorry, air dash memories of old. Air, air, some sort of punctuation. Air, memories of old, is a third-person exploration-based puzzle adventure game. You embark on a quest in your world of floating islands in the sky to learn the secrets of the spirits and the great divide. How will you get around from Sky Island to Sky Island? No worries, you have the ability to turn into a bird and fly so long as you're outside where the power of the gods can reach you. I don't know. 
<laughs> Your goal is to take on a pilgrimage and learn from the spirits and be hopefully granted with the power to stop the unrelenting void of human nature which is corrupting the land and, th and threatens to, to fully destroy the world as you know it. Rated C Legit. for confusing lore. Confusing yep. lore. Well, so it's on sale right now. Two ninety nine on Steam. It's two ninety nine. Eighty percent off. Yeah. Yeah. Hacking it. Well, <laughs> we mentioned birds a lot, so let's. I want to start there with this conversation. So that is the big draw. Of this is this world of floating islands. And birds, stuff. Jerry. Were they can be birds. <laughs> Dan, when you like... picked this game, were you hoping to play Knights the sequel? Yes. Oh my God, Dave, you nailed it. <laughs> he nailed that it. Is... <laughs> That is what I, I was thinking. This could be like Nights into Dreams. What is that guy? Is he like a clown? He's a dream. He's a Which dream? One? There's knights and the then they're guy. all jesters. He looks like a jester. It's like a jester. They're all kind of jesters, but there's knights and there's Rayla. Rayla's a bad dream. I was going to say, like, I like dream. the idea of a pitch. It's like, what if there was a court jester and he could fly? Nights <laughs> into Dreams is sneaky amazing. Anyway, I love that totally thing. off topic right I can't um, believe that's what's what I wanted. Even I, I, <laughs> I know I didn't know. Well, on that idea, so you're flying between these islands. You can kind of simultaneously, you know, kind of instantly turn into a bird, human back. Did we think this was good? Did it feel good? Did you enjoy the it? Flying Dan, felt fine. I didn't mind flying. I didn't like landing. I felt mm. like that was very sloppy. Oh, landing is sloppy like... unless you hold L two and R two for a while to slow down. Okay, so if you, you gotta, slow like, down first, and you're not like you know speeding into the island in human form, you know. But the game, the game doesn't ever teach you how to land. The game's not like to land gracefully. It's always mm -hmm. like be a bird, don't yeah. be a bird. It's like it's not you don't land, you crash, but you mm. don't get hurt. Well, yeah. it's such a cool animation. I will you say, know, like that would the whole hold L two R two thing is something I figured out late, very late in the game. Very like in your third hour. Yeah, in the Which final hour of the game. 90% in. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, the flying mechanic was interesting to me in the sense mm. that you could do it. You know, like it was a travel power. That's what <laughs> it was. You could do it. <laughs> you know, like it, we can get more into that aspect, but just, you know, flying felt fine to me. Yeah. I don't know. There's not much to say My only it, problem but... was it was like the latency in switching by accident and trying to switch back. Mm -hmm. You ah, do that so like, like you like oh, animations. Yeah, yeah, like oh, now I'm just falling. <laughs> now I'm a bird, <laughs> but a person, and I'm actually not flying. I'm doing the other thing. I forgot which button to press, and I wanted to flap my wings, and instead I turned back into a person. So like, it did feel like a novelty, which I think is intentional. It felt like a fun thing to just do. Yeah, flying, it, it's you know. and that and that's what I had like a problem with it, like. I think it's by far the strongest element in this game. I mean, it's on it's on the cover. It's the element. Like, that's yeah, their... and it, it mm. feel, and I think in terms of control, like that is the thing that feels good to do. That's the biggest draw, and it's probably the thing you have the most fun doing, but it's probably a small bit of the gameplay. It's not defining, yeah. It's not what you actually do to progress. It's really like what... How would this game dramatically be different if at the edge of every island there's a little warp spot and you warp to the next closest island? Like, right. dude, you didn't have to do anything. There's that one temple to get into where you have to fly through three rings. And I was like, oh, they did something with that. It's like, okay, that's something. But That was the second temple, I believe. Yeah. And there's literally no other... I don't know if you could... I don't know if you had to do that in order. That was my third temple. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. 
Oh, interesting. All right. So there's the one temple you have to fight through the rings. And I just thought that was just a missed opportunity. There's nothing fun to do while flying besides just like, this is my mode of transportation. Like there's no races. Yeah. There's no like, like, you know, I don't know, like things you're trying to like avoid the walls and stuff like that. Like I try to control. It's like you think about the idea of flying. It's like, it's the freedom. It's the rush of it. But besides just kind of getting to the islands, there's, there's nothing really to do with it. It, it felt oh. kind of pointless. But I'm Dave, wondering, I'm wondering if we did it in different orders because did you guys keep going back to the camp to get ideas of where to go next? I never did. Once I was done oh. from there, I, I was I like, did all. I did every time because I wanted the trophy for. Well, I mean, <laughs> to me, it was so. First of all, there was no. Uh, that place seemed so meaningless to me. In the sense that there were people there and that was it. Like, I have wings. Why am I going to hang out with you losers? Like, I'm just going to oh, go. Because you, and, don't, you oh, don't know where to go. And I know what it is. Yeah. I stopped yes. playing after I did the first temple. Okay. And you then forgot. I forgot what the <laughs> fox told me. So I just went traveling until I found it. And I found well, the snow temple second. If you fly around, you will eventually see little pillars of light yeah. that lead you to where you should be going next. Yeah. And those are always on. Like, they don't just yeah. turn on the ones that they think you should be going to. Well, I actually, what I found in the snow was a, a cave where a big bear spirit lived. Okay. Mm. And I visited him. And that's like an extra bonus thing. And when I was on the way out, the fox was like, how nice of you to take your time out to, uh, to visit these spirits you should go to this place for the next temple and he said to the northwest mm. and that sent me to the snow ice temple yeah and that's a thing too like in terms of a design decision like the the world is not that big mm-hmm. you could fly pretty much across yeah. the whole world in i don't know two minutes it's it feels big, big when you're first yeah. starting it seemed like yeah. overwhelmingly large to me at first i was like how am i going to remember how to get to places but then once you get used to it you're like oh it's not that big Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really not that big. And I wonder if that's another thing, too, where, you know, because I thought about that, that snow element and my immediate thought was, OK, this is probably like a farther part in the game and they're not going to let me fly that far. Like the wind is going to be too much. Mm-hmm. It pushes me away. No, it, it just lets you go. So, like, yeah. you can tackle these things basically any way you want. And mm-hmm. like, I, I felt like thinking about this idea of like freedom and you can kind of explore because there is a vibe to this game and i think it's very intentional it is meant to be not challenging but kind of meditative mm-hmm. and chill just something you music. play for three hours and then you're yeah done. it's like... not really meant to be a challenge and so it really it's trying i think the whole reason all these decisions are made is to really kind of in- encourage you to explore but then i thought that was kind of where i was to kind of like start getting into the story a little bit where it kind of falls apart because when you take, we were talking about pacing earlier, like Mm. when you, when you provide so much opportunity for the player, unless, you know, maybe depends on your mindset, but for the most time, unless I'm motivated or I've been hinted at or to like, Oh, I want to learn more about that. I want to explore that. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it unless I'm kind of enough. Did you um, take the opportunity to like stop and like, see all the ghosts when you saw them on the islands like, i see, did that see, in the see, beginning see what was going on with them yeah because like i at the beginning i was like okay what is happening in this world mm. what is going on and the first couple of ghosts i hit nothing really added and i do think that's a well i guess so this is a swedish director and you could kind of tell english is not their first language 
Okay. Where things feel a little translated, where it's kind of this like very important and uh, formal world. It almost feels like these gods and these traditions and and spirits, but like they talk very casually almost they felt from like looking at the ghosts and that kind of took me out a little bit and i didn't feel like i was getting rewarded enough by the ghosts and the little things that i would find it kind of just brought up i was like i don't know what this god is i don't know who this is and then because of that like not positive feedback i just stopped caring i was like all right let me just get to the temple like i don't know dad did you were you motivated to kind of find all these these things i i wanted to get to the next temple always like i just i liked stopping to check stuff out but the world didn't really feel like i wanted to dig too deep is that i don't know i felt like everything there was to find was in the temples i think the temples give you a very base kind of like this is what the story is but then it feels like kind of an info dump at those points like if that's the only point you're really getting the story well i was barely reading the temp the tablets i was like these are fine like what i don't i, I <laughs> you know I, I feel like a jerk saying this because like it it didn't feel like the storytelling was at the forefront of this game it felt more like the experience of flying and then solving these puzzles was the game. Mm. And if you want the story, it's there. It sort of felt like the way Dark Souls tells its story. Where it's like, there's these demons. You could kill them. You can get a sword. You can get a cooler sword. Oh, if you want to learn more, talk to this character 12 times. And you, you know. Mm. But at that right. point, it's like, hey, do see, I really but like, care? Like, it, it, I don't think it's like super fair to put them on the same level. Because like, one is much more higher no, budget, of course. Uh, but but it, I told it. But like, that game has the terms of the feedback and the positive like things you're getting out of it is in the difficulty in conquering those, those challenges. So it makes you, because you feel like you're gaining things. It's like all that stuff feels enriching where you are understanding the history behind this boss from these little things that you find. I, I guess the, the difference for me was that you could still glaze over the lore in both games. That's kind of the comparison I was making. Mm-hmm. And But there's still a rewarding thing in Dark Souls where if you're skating over the, the lore in this game, it kind of feels... It's you know, and that was kind. Of, I'm glad you brought that up because that that was kind of the when you start uh-huh. a game, it's like okay, you get through that phase of I'm not sure what I think about this game yet. Do I like this? Do I not like this? Once I kind of started getting turned off by the story, where it just felt so complex and I, I don't understand mm-hmm. what's happening. Suddenly, all that stuff bec- felt all the elements of the game. Like if you look at it a positive way or a negative way, I started going negative. Like, oh, this game is very meditative. Well, this game is kind of boring. The art style is trying to be interesting. Well, it's just kind of low poly. I mean, yeah, these things are just taking you out of the experience. Mm -hmm. It should just be part of it. Right. It's just like, I felt like the elements started kind of, I I was struggling to find things to connect to. What I, what I find, see, I think this game is okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, what I think of this game as is a precursor to our favorite game. Our favorite podcast game. I see this as a precursor to Outer Wilds. You're, ins- you're insane. Go I want on. you to think about it. You're traveling at your own pace from place to place. You're you're gathering lore to learn about what's going on. You know? And what's what's that different? It's still a very unpopulated place where you're mostly reading. What's the difference? He's Other than uh, that's a sci-fi world I, and this is a fantasy world in the sky. I think the biggest difference is the obvious one where it's one world... It's it's the inter- more it's how one world is much is. more interesting, and, yeah. and much more mysterious. But, the, like, oh, but tell me that that's not here? a precursor, though. I, I totally agree with that. I, I I don't think I, I don't know if I would say it's a precursor. I think this game 
is tries to do similar things that Outer Wilds does. But what Outer Wilds succeeds at is creating an environment because like you know, in Outer Wilds you you can die, die pretty easily. Yeah. Like there's the there's the danger element of the gameplay that does not exist in this game. Right. See what's you know what I also think is interesting is there is a very other clear connection that, that this you can make to another very very popular meditative uh, oh, game that contest. I'm not a fan of mysterious game that Dan and I adore that I know you hate. Which well, I don't I don't <laughs> hate <laughs> Journey as much as I don't get it. Mm. Like right, so, I don't get what the big deal is. Like well, it's well, meditative. Right, we're gonna do yes. a journey podcast. Um, it's, it's, it's meditative, and I get that you you go through your own little transformation and and, and period of growth, mm. but like, you're just walking. So, all right, let me. There, there's a couple things I want to try to dissect. First of all, I think I just figured something out. I think Dave feels the way he feels about Journey, just like Mark feels the way he feels about Untitled Goose Game. Because of the reception. oh yeah that's definitely that's definitely part of it. Uh, I think that's the a huge part the of it. Huge Very nice, and hype Very nice. of Journey mm. is like okay See? it's good but really this <laughs> the other elements of it which I think kind of relate to Air is. You know, in terms of the way the structure, while Journey feels kind of very like open, it is very f- fairly linear. You're going from area to area to these little open hub areas, right. but basically you got to get to. It's one like spot. you can do like a, a a lot of squiggly lines to take the same basically. route if you and want to. The terms of the vibe, it's this mysterious world. You're this mysterious character, and. It does, of course, that thing in the beginning where it's, you know, you see the mountain in the in the beginning. Okay, that is your goal. You got to get to it. And you're just slowly getting closer and closer and closer. So you never kind of lose the track of what the goal is, why mm. you're doing it exactly, and all the beats to kind of get there. It, it Everything kind of feels additive at that point because it's like, well, I still understand a clear understanding of what mm. I'm doing. It's the Hyrule Castle. Of right. I, it's like, always there. time. Mm. Yeah. And it's you just see like, it in the distance. You know that eventually you're going to have to go there. Right. Yeah. And, and that's and, the point. But you with know, this, real quick, Dan, before you go, like, <laughs> this was just like, okay, I'm on this pilgrimage, but why am I on this pilgrimage? What, this coin of this, this Did creature Did you travel to the, the middle of the map beforehand to see the giant tower? I, I saw the tower, and I was like, okay, okay that's where I need to get to by the end. But I always, and maybe this is, uh, no, let me just, okay. like, the, I never felt, like, that simple thing of get to the mountain, that's the goal. So if air is air better if the, you could see the tower in the middle of the map from the get go? The problem is though because it's just the openness of it and like going throughout the entire map, you know, because there is a specialness too of I see something in the distance and I get closer and I get closer and I get closer, mm-hmm. where I could get to, literally the one of the first things I did in this game was I flew through the whole map. So and, I, and so it's like okay, this is everything here. I think that one of the biggest problems I had, I liked the game in concept and i liked playing it but i don't know if it's gonna be too memorable and if you think about a game like outer wilds where the power in the the, one of your main tools your ride or die in that game literally is your (laughs) ship right you know your shit you're like oh it's my ship it's got everything i need and you have to Mm kind of earn it in the beginning right like you have to get your ship the first time and Mm -hmm. that weight is immediately added and i'm gonna get to the next point with journey where it's like you know that in the distance, that tower, that tower, the mountains where you got to go. And that importance is baked into the entire experience. I think air had a problem conveying importance 
without having to spell it out literally in text. And I think mm-hmm. the power of flight felt I was already pampered. I was like, oh, I could fly whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Just, that was like, I don't think they really did a lot to add to the weight of things. Yeah. In, in a way that made me feel like, oh, this is okay. Okay. I'm, I can't, don't, don't ever take your power of flight for granted. And maybe they could have even taken it away at some point. But I'm just saying that's, I think, the biggest element for me that was missing. And maybe they didn't want to make you stressed well, out. Well, I see that's go- like, I think that is very purposeful where it is meant to be a very chill, relaxed experience. But I think that doesn't then in turn serve it because, like you said, like there isn't feels like there's a lot of weight in terms of the gameplay stuff. Like nothing ever feels like it's changing. It's it really kind of feels like you're plotting along, which is mm-hmm. fine if you are interested in if that's unraveling, what you're there for. Exactly. If you're interested in unraveling the story, which I never found a nugget where I was interested enough. See, I mean, the th- one of the things that really bothered me about the game is where is everyone else? Mm. Why are there like four people? Right. right. There's five, a lot five? of there's five? Like mm-hmm. there's five. There's five. There's five? Yeah. Five. Three there's people the, on the island, th- you. And your mentor and- guy. Oh, the mentor guy. Yeah. Yeah, and like those are things. You know, it's actually funny, and I, I mentioned in my tag, I swear for the longest time, I thought the clouds were rocks, so I couldn't fly through them. So I had to kind of hey, avoid them. You could totally fly through those rocks, man. You, you could, could fly through them because they're bomb right through but, the rocks. So I was like, it's like, oh, so this is a world that was that's why you said. That's why you said rock clouds. Yeah, I had no idea. I, know. I was like, what are these I shy- thought you thought they were so awesome that they were like, rock clouds. I thought, they, I like- thought they were, I, but honestly, it made it more interesting because like, oh, there's this, like this fractured planet. It actually speaks and to the And what happened to these things? And yeah, and that's why like, it was one of those things that once I kind of was like getting bored with it, everything yeah. started skewing negative where it was like, one of the this first is not things, a purple art style. This is One like of the just first things that one of the people tells you is to fly through the clouds. Yeah, but I didn't know those were clouds. Oh. I thought they were just these spire things that were just sticky because they look solid. They don't move. Mark was looking for clouds the whole time, and all he found were rocks. Well, in the sky. I know. I just at first I avoided them, and I was like, "Oh, maybe they're clouds." Oh, okay. I could just go through it. Do they do anything when you fly? I mean, I flew no, through it's just, them. No, you just, just go through it. Well, just See, that's like what cool I mean. Like, there's effect. no like there are so many. I feel like they just kind of like shortcuts through areas. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they could have added like. Something to that. I don't know. I mean, were there storms? Why not add a storm? Make, well, make, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just like, like I didn't feel maybe like the gameplay. I don't know. No, because I think it's again, it's it's like what is the thing? Because if you're not interested in the story, and we'll touch on the story for a little bit, mm. like if you're not interested in the story, there's no gameplay elements or anything to kind of feel like you're you gotta, you progressing. Gotta or you got to jump on the things. You got to jump on the things. Which feels like there's like a big delay. It doesn't well, look. Well, why don't we right. why don't we talk a little bit about the temples? So there are these three temples. They're basically and, kind and, of puzzle And there areas. are pre-temples where you have to get keys to the temples. Right. But, like, did we find... Because besides being flying, I think, I guess, puzzles, loosely, yeah. this is kind of the other big element. Yeah. I feel like I, I spent more time in those temples than I spent... Oh, like, definitely. Flying. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Which... Yeah. I mean, do we find those? Do we find those things interesting and challenging or rewarding to kind of figure out what to do in them? I kind of would have preferred the game just be. I would rather have them just been that. What just the just the the puzzles, just Mm. the dungeons. Like I'm not saying they were. Oh my gosh, the best! But I was at least more engaged. Mm. And there was a challenge that had to be overcome. Well, I was thinking about something. I was like, oh, there's a puzzle here. Okay, cool. Like now I'm in the game. 
And I think that might have been a chance to tell me more of the story without me having an escape, for lack of better phrasing. Mm. Um, but yeah, I definitely liked the temples. They were, they were not that complicated, but it was fun to solve some stuff. I wonder if this game had a little bit more budget and they could have voice acting, whether or not it would be better. I, yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, if you could read a scroll and walk away and have somebody read it to you. I love that. You like know a, what I mean? Like a super Bio-way, giant. Bioshock. Yeah. Or like an audio diary. That yeah, that would have I would have said that would have definitely made me be okay with finding more of them because I could be doing something. Because sometimes awesome. you were like, I should probably read this to understand what's going on, but I don't really totally. want to. Absolutely, yeah. and, and it was long winded. I want to get like, back to jumping. The text takes a while to show up. This is me having horrible attention span, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying, like, it's like okay, you're gonna really make me. Read but see, it's not, like, it's not necessarily you have a horrible attention span. It's just, again, it, it's that base of, do I, is, am I actually is, interested in what you have to tell me? And this is why I was bring, trying to compare it to Outer Wilds, because why did we want to read those that text? And we were into it. We were, See, because, we were uh, because yeah. I was so, in that game, I was so interested in what was happening in this world. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the biggest element why the play, it's not necessarily just the exploration, but like, there's black holes and secret locations and these mm. tornadoes and everything just and feels something, so something that's going to end the world, kind of like an yeah. air where something yeah. is going to end the world. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, think, I think the difference there too is like not only were you reading the you know messages between other people who existed years ago, you were also you had to use special equipment to do it, mm. and that kind of touch made yeah. it feel again important and heavy because like not only am I reading. Like what seems like basically mm-hmm. text messages, but I need equipment. Like mm-hmm. I, I, this isn't possible for everybody that is just here. Right. And that also, like, that's something that airs. Like, here's a tablet. It has the history well, of all worlds on it. Real quick, I, I just want to read. This was what are my notes for like what is happening in this world. Okay. Because I know Dave, Dave dived a little bit deeper into it, but here's what I got. Tell me everything. So there's a dreamer. Who mm-hmm. maybe is the guy for Remnant? I don't know. I was gonna say we just we took <laughs> care of that dude. He's done. So the dreamer is with the veil, and he put this stuff behind the veil, and she dreamed of a creator, who then modeled the world from a memory of the of their home, and then they made gods to look after the world, but because people stopped believing in the gods, everything broke. So Peter Pan. Maybe. I mean, I what? think there's like a there's like a meta element of Tinkerbell. like a person. How, how is that like Peter Pan? Tinkerbell. When you stop believing in magic, oh. she dies, right? Oh, you're right. That's like, like there are gods in Peter Pan and that's why we can't get to Neverland anymore. I'm like, oh my, what are believe. you talking? I mean, and the, I think there's like a nice little meta element. It's like a person who creates a game is the dreamer and they're creating sure. this world and people I have mean, to believe in it. But I don't know. Like I got all that from, I think, the last temple that I so I was basically mm-hmm. through the game at that point and again it, it just I think my biggest hang up with this game again is like I didn't get gripped by the story mm-hmm. and because I didn't get gripped by the story everything felt fell through so I like mean, mm-hmm. sorry yeah um, I just I feel like this goes back to everything we were talking about earlier with pacing like mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why I'm hung no, up on this. No, that's a real thing, thing because if it's one thing if you're going from island to island and you're getting fed all the things in a particular order, yeah. which will make sense, you could go wherever you want. You could read anything in any sure. order that you want. That creates a... I mean, if you think of a novel and suddenly you could read and the pages are scattered throughout the floor and you could read them in any order you want and they're not labeled in order, 
How would you know what to do? And See, how does that really affect your understanding of what's happening? The, you know what air needed? A moon falling. <laughs> and that took, takes three days. Because of Majora's Mask air? That's what it needs. I feel like and then you can get it, this it, version it, of air at some, the end. Something that like had you... let Something that said, do this quickly. Or do you got, this... Yeah, the world's going to end. Like, stakes. You need right. some stakes. I don't yeah. even think you needed to do it fast. No. But you needed you needed something like. But see, like I really do think that was a purposeful design decision. Mm. They did not want you to feel pressure to go through all these things. But mm. for us, if without the pressure, it, well, it turned into a lack of like, I feel like of motivation. When the when the gods give you that piece of the tablet, yeah. you know, and mm. they they're like, finally, I can rest. They let themselves go to give you that power back. If somehow. That gave you some more power, but actually took power away from the world in which they were inhabiting. And like you saw the world transform. That would have been like intense. Like you're like, okay, you can see the corruption spreading. You know what I mean? And and now you have to do something to to change it. Exactly. To bring it back. These are the kind of things that uh, also to flip it. Yeah, what's up? Like... I guess in every what's Zelda up, dungeon. What, what's up, Dan? Every <laughs> Zelda dungeon, everything's pretty messed up before you go. Like, I guess in Skyward Swords, not mm. Skyward Sword. But, um, what's it called? What's, you're, are you thinking of the, the one with Wind Waker Amaterasu? And, and Wind Waker. I am thinking of Okami as well. Yeah, but okay. in Wind Waker, um, there's a dragon at the top of one of the mountains, and he's really oh, upset sure. because the boss of that dungeon's biting him in the tail. Yeah. And... You know, that area is all in disarray, and yeah. then you solve the dungeon, and then it gets better. Yeah. And none of that relationship's going on. Yeah. And that, again, I, I just needed to feel like what I did mattered. So, yeah. <laughs> like, like we're st- either we're stopping the bad thing from happening, or hmm. I'm causing a bad thing to happen. See, like, I liked, I liked, like, finding the glimpses of the lore. Like, I liked going around the world, seeing the ghosts. Like, the fact that there was some sort of religious crusade that that guy, wa- that one guy proclaimed himself as like the God King. Mm. And then they like wiped out a lot of the other religions and like the, the spirit gods left and like, like fled that fled that area. I found kind of interesting, but I didn't think there wasn't enough of that. Uh, But even like, Like, also like what happened to those people? Exactly. And when you get to the islands, what do you see? You see ruins, but everything's cheery. Everything's bright. There's some yeah. animals this, running this, around. If you get to the lambs, the little lamb baby finds They're you. They're happy. Yeah. You, you, like... I feel like I'm at the end of this game the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, I think I, I, got, I, think I got it. it I think I got it. This game is telling you there's a problem, but it's never showing you that there's a problem. Well, I think, Dad, that's it. I think we have to end the podcast. Listener, like thanks it. for listening to the Dice from Shane. <laughs> I did it. I'm done. Well, we've that's we've been going say. on. I think it's perfect. That's no, 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 no. That's, that's, a, a, that's a perfect way to describe Dan. Like as soon as you start the game, it already feels like the end of the game. Yeah, it's like you're, you start the game and end game. Yeah, the sheep's are literally happy. Yeah, but why? The gods are sad. But are they? <laughs> Most people are ghosts. There's five of you. <laughs> Let's just do any any final things you guys want to bring up before we wrap. It's fun to fly. Fun to fly. Why can't you fly indoors? Uh, yeah, this I I would have liked that. It literally because it breaks the game. Give me a double it jump. The, she... the, maybe you should have thought about that before you decided the way to solve your puzzles was jumping. Oh, and now we're directly addressing the. Uh, developer. Well, okay. you know, it's kind of like um, 
I was thinking, I remember because you said this to me when you were playing it, Dave, and it made me think of like Final Fantasy VII. You, you brought up the same thing. It's like Cloud can do all this stuff. It's like, oh, but I got to do these arm puzzles because I can't get dude, up a ladder. Dude, yeah. Cloud can jump dude, 10 feet in the air. Because he jumps like 20 feet in the air, but then he can't. Cl- he has to climb a 10-foot ladder. This doesn't make I any mean, sense. I mean, for With that, the buster sword on his back. But for that, like, it definitely doesn't make any sense. But for like Final Fantasy VII, I'm not going to think twice about it because I'm getting so much out of it. Yeah, For this yeah. game, it feels so much obvious because it's literally the... Because there's so little gameplay. Yeah. It's literally the main thing. And, and it's like, well, I just... It. They just... Like, like, like uh, that's why I said in my description, I don't know. It was like... I like yeah, You could be a bird. Narratively, bird? why can't I turn into a bird inside? Mm. I think that it would have been nice if every tablet gave you a little more extra bird power. Like, you mm. know, how she now has, I can, like, change in the Now game. I can squawk. Double jump. Yeah. Like, maybe... <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's yeah. <laughs> no, you, you hit it out of the park there with your comment. But Well, Dave just said that. So no. Well, <laughs> final thing I, I just want to say real quick. Like, um, I Can remember I... when you brought this up, a oh, bird game. I thought I knew this game before I actually started. There was a game. It. There was a game called Vane okay. that came out. And apparently it was not very good. But it was literally, it was like a game that kind of looked like a dark rhyme where things Birds. were... But you could, the big kind of mechanic was you, it was like a puzzle game and you could turn into a bird. And bird. when you third me, when you told me about this, like, oh, he picked that game. I remember that game. But then when I looked at the trail, I was like, oh, that's not the game. It's a totally different game. You know what? I'm picking Vane next season. No, don't pick Vane. <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be don't pretty bad. tell me what to do. All right, I got pick. <laughs> but what I, so just as a lark, I kind of watched the two trailers. So the trailer for Air, even in the trailer, feels so mundane because it's one of those things where the, the trailer needs to tell you what the game is. It's like, ex- oh, I wrote it down. Hang on. How do you spell, plays a crow how do you spell vein? vein? I can't even v- find it. V-A-N-E. Yeah. It's like a like weather vein. Oh, like, uh, the trailer has these things. It's showing you, see, it's like, explore a colorful floating islands. Discover mystic ruins and secrets on an ancient journey. I'm like, this This tells me nothing. These are the most vague terms. But at the at the end of the day, it really was just... Because this game is kind of just feels hollow, I think, in a lot of ways. It's too bad. The, it, yeah, like it just feels like a game that had some nice ideas, but when you put all the pieces together, it just it's an experience, but I don't know if it's one worth. It's well, I, I think Vane, Vane is looked a interesting. little better <laughs> off in that way, so maybe I'll pick it. I'll let you, that'll be your pick then if you want it. It would. Right. Obviously, thank you for making but me. But what pick. is not your pick is the Trivial Tastemaker. Oh. Trivial Tastemaker. Current scoreboard. Very exciting. Mark one. Eh. Everyone else zero. This, maybe this is the season, guys. This is, maybe this is it. But I got to earn it. I got to yeah, earn it from right. Dave. You got to earn it. You got to mm. earn it. Dave. You can't just. <clears throat> what are we not doing? Earn it. Oh. I was really disappointed with how. <laughs> And with how Thy Dungeon Man 3 went when you and I played against each other. And so I've decided to uh, to give you an opportunity for, uh, you know, to, to right that wrong. I thought you were going to say that you wanted me to feel that same <laughs> no, disappointment. No. So we're going to be playing Thy Dungeon Man 2, which is technically the prequel to oh, Thy Dungeon Man 3. Dude, for the, re- the lore. For the record, I just want to say I don't think I had a bad strategy. I uh, knew... I wanted to put myself in a bad situation, and I was just you're hoping trying to, that when I did it, well, the next decision was the well, thing to get Well, I have thought about that, and so I have changed the rules a little bit. Last time what we played oh was whoever died 
like that person didn't get a point and the other person did get a point. So you were trying, you were actively trying to kill me. Right? I was trying to get you, yeah, because I that was my strategy. Here, what we're gonna do is because Die Dungeon Man, if I remember the original playing it, I don't remember it being that all that long. So in the event that you guys actually beat Thy Dungeon Man, you guys will both get points. It's crazy talk. What is this? This is unprecedented. I don't understand. Okay. So you're saying that... If we beat the game, we both get points. Yes. You're putting yourself in yeah. a very dangerous position. That's okay. Yeah. As as the person with the silver monkey lead, I feel like it's okay to do this. He's oh, got okay. he's got the wiggle room. <laughs> Never mind. I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> whatever. It's all it's all fake points for whatever. <laughs> until it's at, not. At, until we always say the travel taker is the most serious segment of the podcast, but also the least serious segment. Mm-hmm. Of the until podcast. it's not. So I'm gonna not. I'm gonna be reading to you what's going on. And thy, thou awake in a dungeon, there is a barred window and a door, some hay and a chamber pot. Thou wearest only a loincloth made of cheesecloth. It is a loin cheesecloth. Thou rememberest little other than thy own name. By the way, what is thy, what is thy name again? Uh, Auk, which we, is the main character we never <laughs> mentioned. A-U-K? Auk? A-U-K. Auk yeah. is our main character. I was, Sorry, I was deliberately not saying her name because I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> How else would it be pronounced? Ek? Auk? 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 Auk, um, Auk like so- hawk, right? Auk? Probably. Well, there's... Anyway. <laughs> ah, yes, like Auk. A mundane name. Anywho, like I mentioned this. A cell. What wouldst thou do? Uh, Dan, you go first, because Mark said the lost. name. <laughs> oh, Look at hay, please. Look at hay. Oh, boy. Boring it's... is what it says. Ouch. Cool. No, that's fine. So my turn? No, it's it could still be Dan's turn because it technically isn't an action that re- resulted in anything. Can okay. I touch hay? Ooh. That does not compute with type help. Okay, can I take I... help? Uh, take help? hay. Can I take the hay? Take hay. You decided hay? to get some hay and grabs ye a handful. What ho! Nice. Within the handful of hay lies a ah. spot of moldy bread. You discard yes. the hay and gently slide the moldy bread into your loin cheesecloth. Ew. Plus one moldy what, bread. What wouldst thou do? Mark, this is, I think, your turn. I've yeah. set you up for... Mm-hmm. Obvi- so, the, the next choice is obvious. So. Was there chamber pot, window... What else is there? Oh, I don't even... Window and door, I think. Door? Op- open door? Open door. So Turns out it isn't locked. It's all oh, coming back to thee. <laughs> Thou art a custodial knight. You are in the hallway <laughs> of the dungeon. Exits are north, south, and the cell from whence ye came is roughly westish. Where are we going, Dan? Oh, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I like to north, south, and roughly west. Let's go north. The hallway north leans deeper underground. The walls are narrower. Standing water is at thy feet. And other such unpleasant cliches abound. There is a slimy doorway that heads north. There is a sizable rat by the doorway, and it seems to be wearing a name tag. Well, we got we got to uh, walk towards that door. Oh, wow. You're going to go to the door? Yeah. Go going the, north, right? Go, go, go north. Okay. 
He wants to be dead. We the, got rat the, rat. Is, the rat is blocking the way. Seriously. Darn. If he had not slept through the conversation part of the tr of Charm School, what was Dow do? Right Can there. I talk to Rat? Should I converse with him? He has a name tag. Oh, yeah. I don't know what his name tag is. Look at name tag. <laughs> These are all... I want to converse, get through this rat man. The name talk readeth, hello, my name is Percy. I'm here to help. No. Oh. Oh. Well, I, I think it's my turn. Yeah, I think it's, like, it's maybe, Dan's turn for sure. Uh, maybe, Dan, if you didn't judge Percy, you would... Uh... I didn't judge Percy, mm -hmm. but I'm going to talk Percy. Talk to Percy. He's here to help. Percy tells you that he is a bubonic plague rat in the service Ooh. in the service of the crown, and by order of the king he must give said plague to all ye who pass, ye included. Nice loin cheesecloth, he adds, rather che rather creepily. Oh gosh, did we just lose? I mean, you're, what was thou do? Oh, uh, Mark, it's well, your I turn. I talked. Yeah, you. Wait, so. So he just told us that he's going to give us the plague because he has to. He says if you try and pass him. If he gives me the plague, I'm not going to die immediately. Okay. <laughs> but is this now, now is this a decision like last time? Because like, why would you do that? That's uh, up to you. I'm not if gonna... your goal is to kill us, then I'm not going to. I, I tried peace. I mean, sir. this podcast is going very long. <laughs> This is what happened last I time, and then you made a dangerous decision. I can't. And then... I can't give him moldy bread. You want? What do you want to try? Give. I want bread. him to take the bread. Don't give me the plague. Take the bread. It won't let me give him bread. It's I'll remind you when you talk to him. He says, "Nice loin cheesecloth." He adds rather creepily. Oh. oh. Maybe he wants the loincloth. Yeah, let's give him the loincloth. But then we're butt naked. But it's safe. I guess it is a cheesecloth. Right. Oh, that's a that's a big hint. It is a big hint. That's a big hint. We're bad gamers. Dave, I, I think I declare to give him cheesecloth. And then it's Mark's turn. I'm trying to give loin I'm trying cheesecloth. to cheesecloth to Percy. It says it says that same thing, just like you to give it away something thou doesn't have and ye still has my Game Boy. It's not letting me give it to him. Well what what happens when I go through door? Oh, okay, you wanna try it? Let's do it. Okay. Um go what do you wanna door. say? What was that do? Tell me the actual action phrase. Go north? Say. Yeah, that's it. Go yeah. north. Passing through the slimy doorway, Percy says, This might key ye kill ye a little, and sharply bites your ankle. You howl in pain like a prancy squire. Percy slams the door shut behind you and locks it tight. You have entered what appears to be a maze of sewer tunnels. Tunnels lead north, east, and west. Ye spies a mop. Ooh. What must thou do? Oh, oh let's, go. Uh, let's go! Take mop. Take mop. Want that mop. The old the tool mop. of the trade. Got it. But don't even think of stowing this one in thy cloth. Alright, cool. Well, Mark, what will you do with thy mop? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what did it I say? I guess you have to walk, right? You, you, got, the, you got the tree. You got it. You got the mop. That was the one item they Whoa. mentioned. Whoa. Yeah. But there's also, we're locked in here now, right? We're in a maze. Yeah, you're in a maze. What am with I, the plague. Can I go straight? Go you can, maze? You go can maze? go north, east, west. Uh, let's go east. We haven't gone and east. There, and there is a stain on the wall, it says. Uh, let's go east. I like east. You don't care about that stain. 
Yeah, you could have mopped out. Night. You could have mopped it out. <laughs> out of the darkness comes a terror, flying longrel. It snarls and gammers, hisses and grobs. You brandish thy mop. Wouldst thou strike low, high, or, or midland? What are you gonna do, Dan? I'm striking midland. Midland. Taking him. The fierce BC lands a stinging blow. Thy hit points are nine. Wouldst thou strike low, high, or midland? Oh, Mark. Wait. How many do we have? We have nine, nine left. Nine hit points. Mm -hmm. That's how we're. Do you want me to hit points say, look at self? Uh, no. Let's... Oh, wait, we could give it the bread, dude. Nah, no, nah, to... go high. Strike high. He still has the plague. <laughs> the fierce beast he leads lands a stinging blow. The hit points are eight. Wouldst thou strike low, high, or midland? Oh, I got, mean, we got one left. <laughs> Go, Let's go low. Take him out at the knees. I guess. I mean... He swings underhand, delivering the long girl a crushing blow. Mop till oh. you drop, you, you yeah. cries. <laughs> Eat it. As thou smotes its ruin. Somehow, it doesn't ring as triumphantly quite the way the expected thy hit points are eight. All right. All right. So we got eight HP. Uh, eight I HP. won the fight for us, Mark, and it's your turn. Go go forward or straight? You, you, or... you mean you want to continue east? Wait, can we yeah, loot the corpse? Up. I mean, come on, no, man. No, he said that... dead. You just took him out of the... There is no exit that way. Perhaps the would rather be in a room where the could go east. All right, like, let me look at the room. Your exit main looks like you're almost out. Exits are west. You can only go west. Ow. Go west. Walked into a room. Because now you're back. Yeah, but you only fought a person there. Go north. Northeast. Well, yeah, so north now. Okay. He has the plague, friend. Out of the darkness comes a terror flying hongrel. It snarls and gammers, hisses and grobs. You brandish thy mop. Wish thou strike low, high, or midland. Okay, so I see now. There are three places you could attack, and there are three fights. All right, so the, the, what, what was the one? We just north? That was low? When, uh, we went east, was, east was low. You went, yeah, you went. I'm going to do high now. Let's do high. Strike high. I wonder if we give it too much credit. He swings high at the hungrel, sends it careening to its death. It's just a Sir? little crushy, bellows. Actually, you wish you hadn't bellowed quite so loudly. Thy hit points are eight. Oh, we're okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I used the logic, so now. I hate to do this to you, but the next fight should be Midland. So if you have to deal with a fight, Mark. <laughs> uh, so I, is that the only way we could go? We, we have to go. We, it's still a dead end, so we're going to have to go back All south. Right, go back south. And now we're you're doing gonna, well. you have this north, is... east, and west, and west is your only option. West, and and once again, it still reminds you that there is a stain on the wall. Please. <sighs> go please. use mop on stain? Yeah! I just almost ripped, broke a <laughs> dish. So excited. <laughs> How's that? How's that stain coming, Dave? We're gonna play this game for forty-five minutes. It doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't say. It does. I said use mop, and it doesn't work. So. With stain? Yeah, I tried with stain too. Go, Weird. Go west. Why did it tell us about Shoot. stain? Mm -hmm. Go. Maybe west. we need cleaning solution. <laughs> Out of the darkness comes a terrifying mongrel. It snarls and gammers, hisses and grubs. You, you hit that beast up. in the midland. Strike. The midland. Midland. Hit him right in Idaho. He strikes a mongrel There's... squarely in its pulsing center. A, a little dead pulsing never hurt nobody. Pulsing center! <laughs> he cries out, you are still working on thy one-liners. Thy hit points are eight. What That's another dead end? Should we look? Oh, 
But it looks like you're almost out. Exits are east and west. There is a stain on the wall. Go west. You just don't. You just don't want to. You think. are in a dungeon maze, but it looks like you're almost out. Exits are north and east. Dan, there is a stain on the wall. Uh, north, Dan. Wait, what? Should we go what? North, I guess. Like the stain of the wall. No, you, to you totally go. has the plague. <laughs> out of the darkness comes a terror flying mongrel. It snarls and gammers, hisses and growls. You brandish thy mop, which thou strike low, higher midland. Low. Back? No. High. No. Wait, low. No, low. 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 We're north. That's low. It's my turn. It's low. Strike. Oh, sorry. Marks is low. Yeah. The fierce beastie lands a singing blow. The hit points are uh, seven. Hmm. Wouldst thou strike low, high, or midland? I want high. Strike high. I believe. Hey, Bubon. Yeah, I'm taking it. I'm talking to thee. The fierce beastie lands a singing blow. The hit points are six. Wouldst thou strike low, high, or midland? Midland. What's happening right now? Oh, this game sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> this game's logic is all over the place. He strikes the mongrel squarely in its pulsing center. A little dead yeah. never hurt nobody. He cries out, you're still working on thy one-liners. Thy hit points are six. What was out do? Six? Yep. Yeah, because we took two hits there. We yeah. were at eight, now we're at six. But we hit them all in three spots. No, we got hit twice yeah. and then hit the third time. Yes. Was the win. Mm -hmm. Oh, so we're okay. He hit us twice. Yeah. No, we're north. alive. Go north. You can't go north anymore. You can go south or west. And west. the stain's still on the wall. And there's a stain on the wall. Stain. Let that stain. Let that stain be our anthem. I'm, I'm totally gonna look stained next. You are in the dungeon maze, but it looks like you're almost out. Exits are north, south, east. There is a stain oh. on the wall. Look stain. Look uh. at stain. Right, we have to change. Wow, play can be a thorn in thy copies. Thou art dead. And quite frankly, thou should be a little embarrassed. Thy score was 20 out of a possible 100. I'm going to just well, say that I, I lost. Well, yeah. well, Dan. I can't, I can't believe the stain was We my... had to keep going. You look at the stain, you look at your own demise. <laughs> That's how that I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm going to now become a speedrunner for this game. <laughs> but I'll never get this moment back. Mark, oh, congratulations. Thanks, buddy. But I don't understand. See, Dan, why did you uh, throw like that? You looked at the stain. Fragile just alliance, like what I dude. Did. We were aligned. Uh, we were on the we'll same page. See, we'll see who uh, who puts a bubble out in front of you in Destiny soon. Oh, I don't boy. know, man. All right. Well, that's that's for our own personal time as Dave boots up the machine for the next episode. Listener, as mm -hmm. always, thank you for listening to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, let us know. What's, oh, we um, have an nice announcement. Oh. We have an announcement. Oh, popular, we got a game swap. Popular demand. <laughs> Wait, guys, breathe. What, what is this announcement? Oh, game we, swap. Have a, we have a game swap. We're taking out oh. Space Outlaw in favor of a game that was uh, demanded by the, the audience. The, 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 if you, this is what happens. If you join our Discord, mm -hmm. hit us up on Twitter and we'll link you to the Discord. You can tell us what to play. Listener, yeah. we're like a monkey that's dancing we, on the for stage. For you. If you we want, will do we'll, what we'll you play. ask us for free. Within reason. Within reason. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? what's the new game that was added? Oh, we're going to be playing Fall Guys. Fall dude, Guys, the game I, that everyone dude. loves and hates. 
And just in case you weren't sure, I was actually a beta tester on Fall Guys, so I've got a really unique opinion and outlook on the game. Well, thanks, Dan. But as Dave uh, sees it, Fall Guys next, or maybe one of the other games this season, Wait. again, thank you for listening yeah, it's to run the, the machine. podcast. Mm-hmm. We're running the machine At- right now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's fine. I'm sure tell us where listening. Like, subscribe to the podcast if you right, enjoyed sorry. it. Uh, and as the usual places, the most, of course, Twitter, Dino underscore machines. I'm at Magrocrack. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dan O'Mac, and I'm also on YouTube. Just uh, same. It's very, a very nice channel you got there, Dan. It's uh, coming along. Videos. Next time on the pod, Dave, what are we playing? Oh, it's Streets of Rage 4. <gasps> oh, dude, I have no games. That I could just play Destiny. There's so many. I'm good. There I beat go. this game. You just said bought a time because we've played Streets of Rage. We have opinions mm. about Streets of Rage. We've raged on those streets. We four. were so rageful mm-hmm. that the rage was coming out in heaving breaths. Heaving. I'm just gonna, you know, tell you the conversation for that game is probably gonna be a little different than it was for Era Memories of Old. Slightly more positive, I would say. I don't know what these voices are. I'm done. I don't know. We're tired. Long long, 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 long